Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, I Lauren. Got, I got something for you to record, Jenny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Jersey Lord over here. Uh, hey, welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, everyone. Hi, I'm Jersey Jen. <laughs> I'm Lauren. Just Lauren. Just Lauren. <laughs> I can't claim Jersey. Jersey no. can't claim me. I can't claim Jersey. I've barely even been to New Jersey. Uh, no, we, I'm in Jersey Joe mode since yesterday. Um, most of you don't know Jersey Joe, but you will. Uh, it's a character that Justin came up with. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm letting you talk. I didn't okay. want to. I didn't want to step over you. I was about to say something, but I didn't want to. Well, Justin has come up with this character that is going to that we filmed him doing something yesterday. No spoilers, because it's for somebody else. Doing thing. something. Doing something. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and there's parts that are Bell and Dubs related, and it was a lot of fun. Um. I felt a little bit weirdly like I was peer pressuring him into doing this thing because he was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, like, okay, we're, we're coming over. We're doing this fucking thing. Now I bought the thing, for, the prop for you that you needed. We're going to do it. It's going to be fun. And he enjoyed it. And it was good times. Nice. And he was like, I'm glad you pressured me into doing this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, oh, speaking of Jersey, I had a recent memory that showed up, and my sister told me I should not share it ever again, and I should <laughs> probably delete it. So you're going to talk about it? Yep. <laughs> sure am. And, uh, I mean, we can let the Patreons judge. So in 2010, mm -hmm. I had a birthday party with a Jersey Shore theme. Oh. <gasps> And I dressed as, you know, just random character from the uh -huh. Jersey Shore. Um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, but I'm sure most of you do, I'm quite pale. Although I am half Italian, it, uh, does, it, those genes have not been expressed. Uh, You're also half Irish, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm half Irish. That seems to be and the dominant genetic. I just in... have a lack of melanin. There's not a <laughs> there's not a lot of melanin in my skin. I'm quite uh, freckled and gingery. Um, yes. My brother and sister, not so much. They look mm -hmm. they look quite Italian. But anyway, they, they stole all the Italian from you. Yes, <laughs> they sucked it all out. <laughs> um, I decided I was going to look like I had been practicing the gym tan laundry regimen, mm -hmm. and uh, I used some. Darker foundation, uh -huh. basically self tanner, you know. Yeah. Um. So I shared the picture the other day, just and just to me and my siblings. I would I didn't share it like on Facebook. Well, there was a pic picture I shared on Facebook with me and another friend, but I shared the one with my siblings and me. And uh, my sister was like, "You can't share that anymore. It looks like you're in blackface." Oh no! So I'll put the picture on Patreon and I'll let the Patreons judge. Oh no. 
Uh, I don't know. Is self tanner, but this is a good question for our political climate. Is self tan like if I had been using self tanner to try to portray uh, any, I think any other race mm -hmm. other than my own ethnicity. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> is right. jersey a race <laughs> right it's, well that because that's the thing like these kids from the jersey shore they're not even really italian yeah like i'm i'm sure they're all at least part italian but the point isn't that they are from italy and i'm making fun of somebody from italy it's I'm yes. making fun of the lifestyle of tanning i think and partying i think that's an important distinction and i also like without seeing the picture it's hard to say because like, I'm sure that you, even if you went a couple of shades too dark, you didn't intend to be disrespectful. <laughs> I definitely intended to be disrespectful to Snooky. Well, and, yes. I uh, mean, the situation, you know, she deserves it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's, um, it's a different thing. You know, you're not, you're not putting on a costume. Like what was that one bra that she dressed up like, um, like, um, Uzo Aduba or whatever from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. And she like fully put on blackface and was like, well, this that's is my favorite face. character. I just <laughs> wanted to do the care. It's I'm not being just, so it's like, there's a different type of like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or whatever, you know, like, can I, sh can I share the screen with yeah, you? Yeah, do it. Well, yeah, I, I might you gotta, give you permission. Yeah. You gotta give me permission. Um, still disabled. I'm trying. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Try again. Can you see it? Oh yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. It is not that bad. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you compare it to how white I actually am, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't look like you're in blackface. It definitely looks like you're in Jersey Shore face. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, my birthday is still winter. So my brother and sister are not tan. So right. <laughs> they aren't tanned because, you know, they weren't they weren't gym tanning and laundrying. Right. Uh, but they're actually more tan than they are. <laughs> Let's see. There's a good pic of them. Yes. That is There's just nice in, comparison, of us. <laughs> in comparison to how you normally look. It's way you, your skin is way darker, but it is not. That's not bad. But I also feel like it's the same same shade that Justin Trudeau used when he dressed as uh, a genie. But again, that's a different thing. He's completely ch trying to change his race and like without respect for uh the actual people <laughs> whereas i'm not trying to change my race this is this was one of my favorite that's funny bits of the night we should have done this part um, on just, patreon yeah i guess so the video but i forgot about it until we started talking about <laughs> I, well I anyways totally forgot about it how do i unshare my screen there's a stop stop button the sharing there we go so yeah if you're i think you're fine I okay. think you're fine in that. Well, I think that your opinion is better than my sister's. It, what it reminds me Don't of. Don't anybody tell my sister that. It reminds that. me of a little bit like, um, spoiler alert for Drag Race season 13, Utica being so um, antsy about doing anything that remotely speaks of 
quote unquote cultural appropriation. Like she mm-hmm. tried to do Bob Ross in the snatch game and I don't want to get into it, but like she wouldn't wear the Afro wig terrible because terrible. Oh, well that's cultural appropriation. That's disrespectful. No. So she made a squirrel wig, which was funny in itself. Yes. But Bob Ross has an Afro and he's a white dude. Like you can wear the wig and portray that character. And one of the other Queens brought up Richard Simmons also has an Afro and yes. Tina Burner burner burnt her <laughs> portrayed Richard Simmons and she wore the Afro and it was fine. T- Tina Burner's wig was a little bit more Ronald McDonald than it was. I Richard thought so Simmons. too, which is what Tina Burner always looks like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, and this week it really hammered at home. And I think there was some enlightening that happened. I won't get into yes. it because it would completely spoil the episode, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, but I thought that um, but for this week, uh, Utica's ch- Utica was challenged again with this. And I thought she did a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that, which I was surprised because I've been ready for Utica to go home for a while. <laughs> yeah, but she did. But she did a fantastic job this week. So, yes. You know, speaking yeah. of drag race, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this or not, but here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, Drag Race Australia has been announced. And I recently got hooked on Drag Race UK and signed up on Wow Presents Plus. Wow Presents. <laughs> um, it's only like $4 a month, which I think is actually a pretty good deal. That's for not bad at all. Yeah. What it is. Because um, I have to watch Drag Race UK. It is like, it has the a real like genuine vibe to it that I can't put my finger on. Like there's something about this season of United States drag race. that's just kind of, it's just kind of phony and it's just, there's almost like a sterile quality to it. I mean, everybody's wearing face masks and shit. So (laughs) there's that too. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I know. No, it's, it's It's very TV. It's just, yeah. And it's like, like, it's almost like there's, I want to say saccharine, but that's the wrong word. But like how saccharine would be phony sweet. This is phony in a different way. Yes. There's, it's, a, there's a phoniness to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And even um, like Matt and I were talking about Candy Muse. Uh-huh. Um, Cunty be- Muse. Yeah. Well, because from the beginning, neither one of us were fans of Candy Muse. And I still wouldn't say I'm a fan of hers. But every time I see her on social media, and and whatever she's posting, I'm cracking my ass off. Like the cracking your the, ass off. The, oh, is that what I said? <laughs> yes. Yep. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, I just had to call um, it out because it was it, funny. You should have. <laughs> I deserved it. But like Candy outside of drag race is cracking me up. Like she's hilarious. Yes. And I and I'm not I'm not a big fan of her aesthetic necessarily, but I don't think her aesthetic is that terrible. It's just, there's something else paired with what they're showing on drag race. And we were wondering if she's just getting a really bad edit that makes her look too arrogant and aggressive. There was a moment on this week's show that was, I could, I could tell a big difference. She was not playing up for the cameras, but she was, she was doing makeup Again, no spoilers. I'm trying to like delicately go around it, but it was <laughs> it was a scene where she was very professional 
and you can see it. it was like a completely different face it was a different voice mm-hmm. like she was a different candy muse for like a split second like where they were you know they didn't edit this little bit out and i was like that's the real candy muse yeah. right there yeah and so i i was actually talking to haley about it yesterday over text because um well i won't get into that but um <laughs> so i was talking to haley about it over text and i was saying how like I said, Cunty Muse is on my last fucking nerve with the way that she popped off on stage on this week's episode. And she goes, no, I think it was just all for cameras. Like she's, and I've heard this complaint with other people. Like there's a lot of drama that's made up just for the cameras. Mm -hmm. Cause she was like, as soon as they got on Untucked, she really didn't care that much anymore. Right. And I was like, I think it was just because she made Denali cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and now she's like backing down like oh i'm not yeah, gonna push yeah. this anymore um but uh yeah like so i i have heard a lot of people say that like one of the reasons why they don't like this season is that it's almost like you can see behind the scenes you can see them like trying to fraud us with the drama yeah like it's very like 90 day fiance like yeah you can it's tell like, how it's fake just it is kind of obviously fake and it's like oh come on already right yeah. Right. It's not like season three and four where the drama was like, I'm sure it was partly fake, but it was also like, bitch, I'm from Chicago. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't know. So that's that's the thing about Drag Race UK that I really, really have liked. It's it doesn't feel like you can see behind the scenes. And there's actually not a whole lot of there is some petty drama. But like they they're sitting down and having discussions about it like fucking adults on television and not just trying to make each other upset for TV. Yeah. And I really like that. I really like that all the queens are like more just over the top and campy and just just I don't know, just like bigger personalities or something. And just it's just a little bit wilder. There's a lot more gender fluidity. Um it's it's really just different and so when they announced drag race australia i got super fucking excited because like i feel like it's going to be more along those lines of drag yeah. race uk like i've you know they they did the uh, the preview where you can see all the people and like you know the different um the different characters and stuff and like i got a definite vibe of like drag race uk but there's something different about it and i don't know australian sense of humor or you know like pageantry or whatever you would call it to know like how it's gonna go like i feel like we need uh expert expert opinion from gary about like what the australian sense of humor is like (laughs) but i feel like it's like a little bit even more out there than uk that's my my gut feeling on this so yeah yeah probably so the only um I've just seen the queens that they announced in picture. I didn't see any any video on it or anything. Um, but the only one I'm familiar with is Karen from Finance. Mm-hmm. And I've heard her in a few interviews, and she is just freaking hilarious and brilliant. Yeah. I and think has I first... one of the best names in drag. Yes. I first heard of her when Trixie and Katya mentioned her on, on their show, on their mm-hmm. you know web series. And I was like, that's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that the first time she was ever in drag was a Halloween party. And she was going out with coworkers. 
And she just decided to call herself Karen from finance and do the character. <laughs> and then just kept doing it. And wow. You know, like, and she performs like all the time to songs like nine to five. And um, I, I forget, like, uh, like she works hard for the money, like stuff like that. Yeah. Where and, you know, and she's just like so excited to to kick loose, you know, probably a Pam Pooby type. Um, <laughs> If you had to compare it to somebody else in pop culture. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Judge Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm excited for Drag Race UK pretty much just for her. Like, I'll watch it just for her and then see what what I said. UK and I know it's Australia. I'm sorry. See, yeah, I was going to let that go. I I'm just fine. cracked my ass up. <laughs> cracked, cracked ass. Jimmy cracked ass and I don't care. <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, speaking of ass, <laughs> I got I asked you a question about something. You gonna ask me a question? I, I got asked a question for sure. Um, I don't know about you, and I don't know about any of our other listeners, but the Facebook targeted ads for me lately, girl. Facebook thinks that I'm a bored housewife whose husband is not interested in having sex with me. I want to hear the backstory of yours because you know my story. That's on the Patreon text channel. Yes. (laughs) So all Facebook shows me are these ads for these leggings that make your butt look good. I mean, that doesn't sound terrible. No, no. Every ad is a woman hides her phone like, you mm-hmm. know, conspicuously, inconspicuously, rather, sets up her phone to record the happenings. And then there'll be like text over it. Like, let's see. Let's see if he notices. Oh, and waits for the husband to walk in the room, notice her butt and be like, damn, damn, girl, what, what you wearing? Damn. Oh, oh, you go out with that thing. Oh, and it's just like so. Uh, and it's just like constantly. Yeah. Always in my feed constantly. And finally, I showed one to Matt. I was like, do you see any of these ads in your Facebook? And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> like he because the, I think the, the first one I showed him was like. A guy who just suddenly goes like. Whoa. <laughs> you go out with that thing. So played up for the camera. And then uh, there was one where a husband like was putting away groceries or something. And then was just like, mm, oh, you want to sit in my face? What? Yes. <laughs> Straight up said, do you want to sit on my face? I think I've seen TikToks that are kind of like this. It's yeah. Like they're trying to play on that TikTok meme, right? That's yes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, they, so the ads are set up to look like a TikTok video. I think they just know that you got a giant ass. And they're like trying to encourage you to get some some leggings to just start wearing these leggings and showing them off to everybody. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) But it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Well, and especially when I find out that most people don't see them in their feed. Like, what's what? I think I have seen one because all the and all the text is like like the women sound depressed. Like, I'm sure he won't notice. I'm five months pregnant and I feel so unattractive. And uh, then, of course, the husband walks in and he's like, oh, oh, damn girl, let me squeeze it. 
like do they think that's what you want is for a man to just treat you like a piece of meat apparently that's but is that true i am in my life is that true (laughs) is it true i I guess i could use a little excitement (laughs) i guess i'm at that point (laughs) Um, oh uh, and uh, no, I won't say that on on air. <laughs> save that for Patreon. I was gonna save it for Patreon. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen those ads unfortunately because Facebook thinks that I am so fat that I can't get out of bed and I need workout routines <laughs> that I can watch from the comfort of my my uh, futon mattress. Oh yes. <laughs> That I can just sit there and go stretch, stretch, stretch. Like I said in the text, I'm I'm glad it exists for people who need that. Because some people do. People just need yes. some form of movement to yes. them start something or anything. But I was personally a little offended. <laughs> you don't know what it's like, Amy. for anybody who is not a patreon if you are a patreon you saw jenny and i having this discussion over text message about this big fat workout review so big fat workout ad it's that's offensive huh i'm being pretty ableist aren't i I mean, that's what it is. I started it. It's fine. Whatever. I'm Take wearing blackface. I'm making fun of fat people. We're going to get canceled this show. I that's am going to get canceled. You'll just have to keep doing the show without me. <laughs> you haven't said anything bad. I'll just invite my friend Boren on. <laughs> Boren would never wear blackface ever. No. Jeez. Um, in any case, uh, if you were a Patreon, you would have seen those messages back yes. and forth between us where I just kept fixating on, wait a second. Um, is You're that trying to get the instructor? Is that the instructor doing the workout from her bed? Like I was very concerned about what this ad was talking about. What, and you and you had to all caps yell at me. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> Look, Patreon may be worth it just to see our text conversations. That's Even true. if you don't get the videos, yeah, pay a couple of dollars and just get our behind-the-scenes text conversations. Yeah, you know, because... talk about targeted ads, talk mm-hmm. about ostomy bags and <laughs> panties and all kinds of dumb shit. That's whatever right. crosses our minds. Cameos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That was like so many text messages. I'm going to go back and collect after this. <laughs> It just kept going. I know. Well, I've got on a roll with the cameos. Hmm. So this, you know what? I, I know I said we were going to start out with this and we didn't get out. We didn't get off to a good start. Well, we did get off to a good start. No, I can't words. I meant to say at the beginning, happy quarantine anniversary. That's right. That's right. It's been a year. (laughs) It has been officially a fucking year. year. Well, it, it ties in because we go from discussing leggings to the days when all we wore were leggings and house dresses and comfort moo moos. Look, I'm still there. I'm not wearing a bra. 
no bra, no panties. <laughs> Ooh, that is sexy. <laughs> Sell that content on Cameo, girl. Oh, uh, so I had noticed in the past couple of weeks that I was kind of feeling, I was starting to feel like strangely nostalgic for like early, um, early lockdown era times, you know, like, um, so I guess it started when I called you the other night and I was going out to this local burger place and I was like, you know what? I haven't been here since you know, before the lockdown, because last time I was there, I didn't have to wear a mask. And I felt bad because like, you know, they the the server comes up to your car. It's a, you know, just a drive in burger place. And I forgot to put my mask on. And I was like, I haven't been to a drive in place like this since before a pandemic. I didn't even think about wearing the mask. And so it was like, like that. And like, um, I'd been really craving this donut place that we went to like a year ago today, basically. <laughs> and like Scott and I went out there and got a d- dozen donuts and we were kind of like already in that mindset of like, are we supposed to be out in public? Are we allowed to do this? Like, and it was kind of right before we all started to like, think about, you know, staying home from work and the lockdown and changing our routines and that sort of thing. Um, the whipped coffee Remember the the whipped coffee everybody was doing like a year ago? That has been like another thing that's kind of like, you know, like, oh, I want to do that again. I haven't done that in months. That's fantastic. So um, it's interesting because the early stages of the pandemic for me were so stressful mm-hmm. um, because my work didn't stop. I was I, I was working from home. Um, 100% for a while. Um, but uh, the system was not capable of handling work from home business. Mm-hmm. Um, and my customers did not understand what I was working against. Mm-hmm. And my anxiety was at, you know, 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't have free time. <laughs> right. I wasn't making whipped coffee. I wasn't baking bread. I wasn't taking up knitting. Or, or anything like that so um, well I mean I was kind of in a similar boat with like working a lot like everybody else was talking about like I don't have anything to do I took up all these new hobbies and I'm like yeah do you did you guys not have to work from home or like right, what right what is the deal yeah even the people who were working from home like I wasn't that, that's a good point because I know a lot of people who are like well I work from home now so I have all this time and I was like do you I not work, work? From home <laughs> I work from home I'm I'm working three times the hours I have ever worked and I'm getting a quarter of the work done that I have yes. ever gotten done is how I felt. Um, so, uh, yeah, dude. Um, but things like remembering seeing the Netflix preview for Tiger King mm-hmm. and immediately saying, we all need to sit down and watch this together. Yes. And forcing Matt and Chris to watch it with me. Like, this is it, guys. This is the next big thing. I can tell. (laughs) But I think everybody discovered it at the same exact time. Like, it wasn't a, you know, and everybody laughing about Tiger King and then watching the silly TikTok memes and Carol Baskins killed her husband, whacked him. (laughs) I felt like I was a little bit behind on the Tiger King phenomenon. Like, uh, Matt and Missy had already watched it. 
and they told me about it and I was like what this sounds insane and I was like okay I'm gonna sit down and watch it and I watched like a couple episodes and I was like Scott we need to sit down and watch this (laughs) I'm trying to remember what else though um uh everybody learning about zoom years after we already knew right we're fucking (laughs) zoom hipsters um have you noticed zoom is like taking the place of the term facetime like oh we're gonna do a zoom yeah what are we gonna use facetime skype yeah yeah (laughs) zoom is the new generic for facetime yeah or video chat yeah 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 and everybody's got it um Mm -hmm. but uh things like that where people i i miss the days of people saying what zoom We always knew what Zoom was or like immediately when people went to lockdown and podcasts and even news broadcasts dropped in audio quality <laughs> by like a thousand percent. And we're over here like, what? <laughs> oh, gee, bitches. <laughs> Sounding like we're in the same room. I know there's and this is actually like a step back from how we used to do it, where That's we recorded true. all the tracks and everything. Like too. people legitimately thought we were all in the same room and we're like hundreds of miles apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was TV shows, like legit TV shows that I'm like, your quality is shittier than Bell and Dubs. Yeah. And yeah. we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one thing I do miss, uh, this is something that would happen when we worked from home. Um, I would make Matt make me a snack and we saw, we actually started by like making fun of somebody who was doing this. It was this, um, I don't know, some, some vlogger was like, here's how you can make yourself a delicious snack every day. The Italians call this mezza or some stupid shit. And she was like broiling pepperoni for like five minutes to get it crispy but like we were eating like these pepperoni and salami chips like constantly oh my god you just you just like broil um uh salami for a few minutes and get it like real crispy yeah yeah boy your salami baby and we would eat it with like olives and hummus or sometimes we just eat the salami you know or like yeah sometimes a little bit of cheese and i'd be like will you make me the snack and he would make me a snack while I was working at like three. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was drinking heavily. I guess I kind of oh. nostalgic for that. I'm not nostalgic for that. Uh, <laughs> I, it started ramping up and partially because of doing Jackbox on Tuesday nights. And I would have a couple drinks. And then I noticed that like I would have like three or four drinks on a Tuesday night. And yeah. then I would have a drink and then it was starting to like ramp up to the point that I was drinking like literally every night. And it wasn't even like, oh, I need to deal with my problems by having an old drinky poo. It was just habit. Yes. It was just like, well, I'm logged out of work. Not going anywhere. How about some wine? Yeah. Yep. 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 And it was getting to the point that like I could tell that it was just affecting me in a lot of ways that was yep. not healthy. And it wasn't until like probably December or something that I finally was like, okay, I'm going to stop for a bit and just mm-hmm. stop. And then like for a few weeks there, I think everybody thought I was still drinking and doing my regular Tuesday shit, but I was like, no, I haven't had a drink in like a month <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
Yeah, I noticed it over the summer when I ran my trash cans out to my sanitation workers. <laughs> and it just sounds like wind chimes. <laughs> I just, I, my heart was like about to explode out of my chest. Oh. And it was so winded. And I was like, I got to change something. And I had just been like, one of the big things was like, I had been drinking so much that like, and, uh, you know, I think out al- certain types of alcohol in general probably aren't that bad, but beer is really bad for your blood pressure uh, and cholesterol. So that was a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So no, I noticed like when we would take the recycling out and all the glass bottles were like, <laughs> clink, 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 clink. Oh. And when I went to the dentist last summer and they were like, you have a lot of staining on your teeth. And I was like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm using a bad toothpaste. And then I realized, like, I look in my trash and it's like three bottles of red wine this week and two crowlers of dark beer. (laughs) And then I get drunk and not brush my teeth before I go to bed. (laughs) You know what? Maybe that's why. So then when I had my six month checkup, I was much better. And they they were like, did you figure out your toothpaste issue with the staining? I was like, oh, yeah, I was just drinking. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, well, it's a lot better now. It's like I figured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Figured. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's just there. There, of course, there's like bad things like that. All the stress, and like and nobody's nostalgic for the stress that caused you to become but an there alcoholic. Were definitely things where it was like I, I feel I, I remember the first time that like curbside places started to reopen. And even though it wasn't normal, it was still like my brewery is doing this curbside. Mm -hmm. I can wait in line and see the people I used to see inside, but we're outside and we can stay six feet away and wait. Like, like when things started to feel a little more normal. Yeah. And it Um, was like that glimmer of hope that you get, you know, and there's something kind of magical feeling about that. I'm like nostalgic for that feeling. And, you know, I think we're kind of getting a taste of that again now with a lot of people getting vaccines. It's like, oh, we could actually, we might be able to actually do something, you know, like. We could take a vacation to an Airbnb. Yeah. (laughs) Still not a hotel. Still not a hotel. No. And it better be only three hours or less away because you're not peeing in a rest area. But like, I could come up and. Like we could camp in your backyard and we could hang out and have a yeah. fire pit or something. Yeah, we could do that. We could meet somewhere and have outdoor dining. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perhaps at a, a nice Mexican restaurant in Richmond. <laughs> at a halfway point. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, what else are you feeling nostalgic for? Like you know, it's it's really bizarre. This is the most bizarre one that. Um, but I I miss looking for a Nintendo Switch so that I can join in with Animal Crossing because there was like this like mystique of like everybody else is playing this game I want to play this and then I finally got one and I played the shit out of it for like two months and now it's like I play once a month (laughs) I play so infrequently now I play I was doing I was playing it pretty regularly I think for a month Mm -hmm. and then less and less and now it's been a long time since I picked you're gonna have roaches in your house i did the last time i was in yeah yeah um i don't know like i think it was just a lot of like little little things that we would do like you know to to have some sense of normalcy like 
you know, we would meet up and go for a walk along the, um, along the beach at uh, Fort Monroe or something and have like a socially distant beer at Oozle Finch and all these <laughs> little, just little things that we would do to kind of like still go out and do something, you know? Um, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird thing because like, it's to look back on that time and like the, all the stress and all the uncertainty and everything, but then all the good things that we were finding to do to keep us all sane, you know, yeah. and to like retain our sense of community, like the Jackbox thing I was talking about, like we're coming up on a year of doing that, like almost every Tuesday night, every week since April. Like that's a long ass time. We built this tradition now that like yeah. we just get together on Tuesday nights. And like there have been times that like myself, Chris, I think some of each of us have said, like, man, I'm really looking forward to Jackbox this week. This shit is keeping me sane throughout this and keeping us, you know, it's brought us closer together as friends in some cases too, you know? So it's it's uh it's an interesting juxtaposition i guess you know the the negative feelings combined with the positive you know it it kind of reminds me um there was an old home video that we watched this was a while ago when we happened to find it um in our in my parents basement and um you know me and my siblings and um, my cousins we were all really little kids and there was like all this chaos happening and uh my my grandmother was very sick my uh, my grandfather had died not too long before the video was taken and my grandmother had suffered a stroke and was very sick and we were we were watching the video and my mom was like you know that was a really hard time for all of us the adults mm -hmm. you know and she's like she's like thinking back to everything that was going on in the family that was really difficult she's like but I look at the kids and we still made it good for you like, even though they didn't think they were doing anything. So it's that same kind of thing where, like, as a little kid, you think back to these times and you have no idea what your family is going through as far as, you know, health concerns, financial concerns, you know, relationship problems. But somehow, like, as a little kid, that's the time that you're nostalgic for. Like, if I told yeah. my mom that, you know, like, oh, yeah, that was the happiest time of my life, she would have been like, what are you talking about? You have no idea what the family dealt with. Right. You know, and right. It's, it's interesting where we can latch on to these things and kind of ignore that. Yeah. You know, trauma that's happening around there. Right. And I think, you know, you know we, we kind of have to, to, mm -hmm. um, to keep help going. ourselves get through. Yeah. To keep going. Yeah. Oh my God. This is turned into like straight up real talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to hear from our listeners too, like to see if there's anything that you like kind of look back on and, um, you know, weird memories that you have of, of a year ago. And, um, you know, like if you have any weird nostalgic kind of things like that. So yeah. Call us at seven, five, seven, five, four, one cunt. <laughs> Let's just top off the real talk with the word cunt. <laughs> feeling great emotions right now <laughs> but i started thinking back to other stuff in the year and then i was like okay don't get sucked in don't get sucked in right don't go there don't go there happy yep. happy happy thoughts tiger king 
happy thoughts. <laughs> Tiger yeah. King, that was a fun memory, right, guys? Uh, uh. Hey, remember when Carol Baskin killed her husband? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> remember when Andrew Cuomo was still awesome and we like to hear his daily press conferences? Remember when uh, he wore a thin shirt and everybody was wondering if he had pierced nipples? Actually, that is something I do remember. I would I, I would be working from home. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Cuomo's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put that on because it was like, let's follow New York because the rest of the country is going to follow suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Fuck nope. you, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Jesus. Didn't age well. None of this shit's going to age well. <laughs> you know yeah. what's actually I, I like a lot more than I used to is The Daily Show. I... Like oh. watching him do the 10 minute like little bits and pieces like with the like weird editing and all that goofy shit, I think has elevated that show so much over what used to be like the regular 30 minute format. Uh-huh. Um, I always liked Trevor Noah, like personally, but I didn't really care for the daily show after Jon Stewart left. Uh-huh. But I like it so much now. Like I watch it like literally every day. You know, and I'll if I miss a day, I'll go back and catch up. It's the one one of the few things that I actually watch regularly. And you know, between that and like, I picked up Freedom and started listening to Comedy Bang Bang again. Those are the only things that I consume mm-hmm. regularly. <laughs> you know, and of course, well, oh hi Justin, because yeah, I definitely got very behind on podcasts from watching news. Mm-hmm. because usually I would just have on a podcast while I work and then having to watch news I, I started dropping off a podcast like wait this is more important I gotta pick this up right. here you gotta doom and, scroll yeah <laughs> and then watching Facebook live streams a lot of, of stuff that was happening mm-hmm. around different places um, I never thought I'd be getting news from Facebook live streams but it ended up being a, a common occurrence in the summer for me right with a lot of the stuff that was going on Shit, um, I've deleted Facebooks <laughs> over the year. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm done with like getting the notifications about all the random shit, all the just, just shittiness. I'm just tired of the shittiness that's on Facebook and I'm just done with it. So I'm not nostalgic for Facebook. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man, I had something else and then I completely forgot because my brain is not awake. Daylight savings time is kind of fucking with me a little bit. God damn it. Why are we still doing it? I don't know. What it's is dumb. there anybody like I don't hear anybody say that it's a good idea. I hear people say that they like having more light in the day, but do you know that we could just as easily stay on daylight saving time year round and not exactly. ever switch the time? Exactly. That's what we need to do. This and there'd bullshit. be no difference. Yeah. Because my cat still wants to eat at the same time. Exactly. Yep. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just noticed you're wearing like a Tina Burner t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. I got the hair to match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go that way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, this you just made the video 100% worth it. <laughs> okay, we need to wrap this up. Oh, hey, 
Hey, uh, we're Mouthy Broadcast. We're at MouthyBroadcast.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Patreon at Mouthy Broadcast. You can call us at 757-541-CUNT. Tell us about your uh, quarantine nostalgia. And we'll see you next Tuesday, motherfucker. Doing visual bits on an audio podcast. That's my forte. (laughs) That's why they got to pay. I heard somebody say that the word is not forte. It's fort because it's French. (laughs) It's fart. But I know for a fact that the word forte is also Italian. Mm. But it probably has a completely different meaning. In in Italian, forte means hard. (laughs) (laughs) Got your forte right here, baby. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hard. <laughs> How do I stop?